The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Today's Blitz Rewind starts now. Can we just say Forrest Whitley doesn't exist? Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think there's any point in saying, well, if, if he can do it, if he, if he can... Bl- he's not. And this guy's a bust now. And the latest is he's probably going to need Tommy John surgery. This yeah. guy may never make the majors. And I think it's time for us to say... That he never existed. He yeah, was a myth. That's the best way to do it. Yeah, he never existed. There's not a single person in that organization right now that I look at and say, you know what? I think that guy's competent at his job. Oh, I'll take it back. I, I think Lovey Smith is a competent defensive coordinator. Name me one other person. Say, boy, I have confidence in this guy. Laramie Tunzel. I'm not talking about players. Oh. We're, we're not. We're, we're talking about anybody who's going to be making decisions. Oh, okay. Players make decisions now. It's 2021, Fred. Mm, no, but not as far as what free agents are signing and what draft picks you're going to use. That may be the next big thing. I think that's what Russ wants in Seattle. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. Hour number three. Trace, one might say. 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. You can also get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. You're good to go. Twitter at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R. At AJ is the real. At Aaron is Blitz. At Degenerates 975. You can text the show. Know the number for that. You can watch us on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash ESPN 975. And uh, if you missed the first two hours, some of what you missed. We're pretty sportsy today. A little movie talk earlier, but not much. And then the... Dak Prescott news broke that the Cowboys are going to pay him almost like Patrick Mahomes. He's the second highest paid quarterback in the league. He's, I don't know where, I don't have a list in front of me that I've constructed over uh, where I would put him as far as quarterback rankings, but I might, off the top of my head, it's probably 10 ish. I'm probably saying that 11 to 15 range. Okay. About pay, to get pay, bumped down one when Trevor Lawrence gets pay, paying the tenth to fifteenth best quarterback the second best money in the league doesn't seem like good business. Not wise guys. I I, I don't know, man. It's it's not my problem, but it's funny because I I see Cowboys fans who are excited about this. They're like about damn time. I mean, mm-hmm. I, that's happening. Well. It, the problem with it is, and it's funny because we were having this whole conversation about whether or not you overpay these guys. And I remember us having the conversation about Cam Newton. I remember us having the conversation about Andy Dalton. It's like, that's going right. That's going right. And, you know, Derek Carr, that's the going right. Well, in retrospect, those deals were, were bargains. Well, yeah, but I mean, a lot of that has to do with when they got signed. I know, because now this money, this is not a bargain. And the Cowboys have not proven they can put enough around this. T- and, and that's you're assuming if, if Dak Prescott is a guy you can who can go out and win games by himself, which he's never been. He's been a, a good quarterback with a lot of uh, a lot around him. Maybe for the while there, he had the best offensive line in football. He had a running back who was as good as anybody in football. And they were hand the ball off to Zeke. And then 
he doesn't have to make mistakes, and he he doesn't. But he's also not a guy you give him the ball with 80 yards to go and say, hey, go win the game. Or, hey, let's beat a playoff team. That's not what he does. And you're paying him. That that makes it what well, that's what makes it harder. Because if a guy's truly special, like I still believe you can build around Deshaun and you can make that team competitive. And you certainly can do it with Pat Mahomes. I don't think you can do it with Dak Prescott. And that's the problem is you're paying this guy that kind of money. Um that money now raises Watson's trade stock though, because He's done more than Dak. He's better than Dak. And he's getting paid considerably less now. Well, maybe, maybe not. Because I don't know that teams... I don't know how many other teams would have said, you know what, we would have given Dak Prescott that deal. They just I, overpaid. I don't think, another team I don't the think they would have. I don't think there's another like, team you know out what? there. Every, every time we say how dumb the Texans are, somebody else does something stupid. So maybe there are dumb teams out there. Maybe the Jets will give a small child up for, for Deshaun Watson. I mean, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I think there's something to that. You say, well, I'm going to be getting this guy who's better than what they're paying. But I also think at the same time, like, I never would have paid that guy that kind of money. I just, I, I just can't even see how how you can think that paying this guy an average of $40 million a year, which is, like I said, right between Mahomes and Watson money, how you think that that's going to... Add up and and we're, at least with Mahomes, you're talking about a guy who's won a Super Bowl. With Russ, with Joe Flacco, at least those guys in their rookie deals they won Super Bowls, so they showed that they they've at least got that part of that that's in them somewhere. I, it, it this is crazy to me. Yeah, Deshaun and Dak are both guys who won some regular season games lost some time with injury and you, you when you pay these guys like they're Russell Wilson or Patrick Mahomes this is what you get what the Texans have right now that's what you get uh, the Cowboys they haven't, they haven't felt it yet they're gonna feel it well I think he'll feel it this offseason he, he already his number was already going up from the tag yep so I, I don't know what the average will be but yeah and and you know, like, well, what has Watson done that Dak hasn't? Enough. They're the same. They're, I, mean, I, I think I think Deshaun's better than Dak. Desha- just Desha- eye test wise. Well, Deshaun's a playmaker. Deshaun is the guy who runs everything. Deshaun is the guy who can win. And Deshaun's done more. He's done more with less. He has. And Dak Dak is not a playmaker. Dak is not a, a guy who creates magnificent plays. Dak is a guy who is a sexy Alex Smith. Is what he is. He's a, he's a really good game manager. I'm not paying a game manager that much. And it's not like the team was kicking ass when he was, oh, it was on the defense. Yeah. Well, okay, well, then make the same excuse for Deshaun last year. Oh, the defense was terrible. Good luck building a defense now. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. You have to be able to draft well. And, and you should have been drafting well the last couple of years. Although, I, I, I think last year's draft is kind of hard to, I mean, isn't isn't it kind of this year that you expect anybody from last year's draft to do anything because they didn't have camp, they didn't have rookie camp? It was really hard to develop those guys, but I'm I'm curious. I mean, I, I'm I'm just curious who out there, cowboy fan, would actually pay this guy this kind of money. I just want to hear the the explanation for it. Like what other team besides the Cowboys? No, no. I want to hear from cowboy fan who's happy about this and who who's happy that they paid him the money and why he deserves it. I just want to hear that explanation. I mean, 
because I'm not seeing it. I'm just, I'm just, I, I like to get the perspective of that. Uh, 713-780, ESPN's your number, 713-780-3776. Think about this, too. The, the Cowboys have the 10th pick in the draft. Like, if the Cowboys took Mac Jones, do do we think that they're significantly worse? Not just next year. I'm talking about, like, over the next four years. I, I don't think they are. I, I don't know. I mean, that's that's a problem is because... And first off, there's no guarantee he's going to be there. I mean, the way they're talking is like four of these guys are going in the first five picks. Maybe that's why. But, and and that gets back to the whole problem you talk about. It's like, so, well, I wouldn't take a guy that high. Well, the guys that would be worth the damn are gone if you, if you right. don't. And I, I don't know if he's going to be able to play in the NFL. We, you never really do until you get him here, no matter how much you think they're really good prospect. Like, I think Zach Wilson can play. I think Zach Wilson's in the right situation is going to be a really good player for somebody. I wouldn't take him second overall, but if I want him, I'm going to have to. Yeah. And Zach wants to weigh in on this. Well, Zach- Maybe I need to adjust, readjust what I say about, like, if, I, if I'm going to be the guy who says it's smarter to keep drafting these quarterbacks than letting one turn into something over time, then maybe I need to readjust my stance on Trevor Lawrence is the only first-round-worthy quarterback mm-hmm. and, in this draft. And, and that's the thing. You don't want to hear it because you don't want to jock ride Deshaun when they are the same guy. They're not the same guy, Chief. They're not. Just, I, mean, I, don't I, I get it. I don't think they're the same guy, but there's not they, a huge they, difference. No, they have, they, neither one of them has accomplished a damn thing. I just think on eye test, Deshaun is better, but it, it they've neither one of them have done anything worth writing home about. Definitely well, in, not worth in the NFL. Yeah, Deshaun Watson won a sure. national championship yeah. in college against a great Alabama team, and, and but. Nothing that warrants them being the second and third highest paid quarterbacks in the NFL. How about that? And listen, I know Cowboys fan has to start trying to justify this by saying, oh, he's the same as Deshaun Watson. Yeah, good luck with that. But I'm, I'm waiting to hear from people who want to tell me why it's a good idea. I, I, I want to hear it. Quick break. It's a blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. Ooh, You're listening to the Blitz. Lock and roll, boys. On ESPN 97.5. You are listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. So here's now your 10 highest paid quarterbacks per year. You tell me, uh, overpaid or not? Mahomes, 45. Hard to say. Um, I, 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 honestly, I say yes at 45. Yeah, I'll, I I'll, I'll say no because, I mean, the guy's already – because of what the guy's done and sure. he's still young enough. I, I, honestly, I think Mahomes should be making the money that Dak just got, and that should be the, the ceiling. Yeah, except the, the difference is you're talking about $5 million a year. That's not that you – know, well, when you're talking about grand salary cap, thing, yes, it is a lot. No, it's one it's – one, Backup cornerback, basically. If you're running your if you're running your roster right, five million dollars is nothing. You should you should always have close to that under the cap anyway. So, uh, Dak forty, Watson thirty nine, Russell Wilson thirty five. Russell Wilson's a value now. Aaron Rodgers thirty three and a half. Aaron Rodgers is a value now. Uh, Jared Goff still overpaid at thirty three and a half. Kirk, I Cut- think about that. Aaron Rodgers and Jared Goff yeah. make the same money. Kirk Cousins, 33. Ugh, not good. Carson Wentz, 32. Not good. 
Matt Ryan 30. Mm-hmm. Boy, if Dak's getting 40, Matt Ryan at 30 is a good deal. Yeah, yeah I guess compared to those and, guys. And I'll tell you this. You, you'll, you'll laugh at me for this, but I think the guy who's 10th for what he's done for his team, he is, to me, a better Dak Prescott. Ryan Tannehill, 29 and a half. It's hard to argue that he's a value guy uh, because, yeah, he, he's getting his team to the playoffs every year. He, he's It's not sexy, certainly, but he's getting the job done. Um, let's see what Terry has to say. Maybe he can explain to me why this is a good deal. What's up, Terry? Hey. Afternoon, guys. Sports, Terry. Are you there? Yes, we are. Go. Go, okay. Uh, my perspective on that is I think the is uh, Warren Dak and the Cowboys, they, they're looking to sign for the deal is because of the of the – of a very long search that they try to actually find a quarterback over the last 20-plus years since Aikman. And then, two, with the new TV contract coming up, the percentage of Dak's new contract isn't going to just really shipwreck the, the franchise as a whole because they're probably going to end up saving money instead of having to sign someone else long-term in the next four years. Here's the problem, though. And Aikman is a good example of how easy it was to build a team when there was no set salary cap. Yeah, yeah, that's... Because Troy Aikman, this is really depressing news for Cowboy fans, Troy Aikman was basically Jared Goff. Uh, Troy Aikman was a... He wasn't a a garbage player. He was nothing special. He just happened to be playing for an incredible roster. I I mean, he was... If you want to piss off even older people, you can say the same thing about Terry Bradshaw. Like it, these guys were right place, right time. Yeah, good Hall, game Hall of managers. Famers throughout the lineup on both sides of the yeah. ball. Good game managers, but those guys, like if you if you really think Troy Aikman's won multiple Super Bowls, if if there's a world where you think Troy Aikman was a better quarterback than Dan Marino or Jim Kelly, who won zero Super Bowls, I got news for you, he wasn't. He he just wasn't. So that's the that's the difference now between between what you were able to do in the early '90s and what you can do now, thirty years down the road. You can't. It's a lot harder to build that mega roster around a good, not great quarterback. And, and I think Dak is probably he's better than good, not great. I, I mean, he's he's like and I said, he, he's, I say, he's above average. He's in that top top. I'd say probably top 12. You know, but, didn't we have these same conversations about Tony Romo when he was there? Yes. And you're saying it's been 20 years. Yeah, uh, Tony uh, Romo's better than Dak Prescott. Yeah. Tony, I, I don't understand that. They're like, they, oh, they, they didn't find one. They found one in Tony Romo. But once Tony Romo really got paid, it was tougher to build a roster around him. So you, if you're saying, well, you're so desperate to have this this thing that you'll do, you know, you'll pay whoever, whatever. I mean, the Bills are in that same boat because they haven't had they. Uh, I mean, they had a year or two of Drew Bledsoe since Jim Kelly, and really, I mean, they've had a bunch of JP Lossmans and and EJ Manuels and, and, like, and yeah, like yeah, yeah, but just a bunch of uh, bad quarterback play. Uh, that. I mean, I can see them doing the same thing with Josh Allen. It doesn't make it the smart thing. It's unless you, unless you think Josh Allen and Dak Prescott are 
the next Patrick Mahomes. And it's it's hard to argue that at this point, especially with Dak, who's who's had an entire first contract to play through. Uh, well, in in Allen's case, though, if I'm the Bills, you know, and, and maybe that's why you're not signing JJ Watt to a two year deal, is you know, at some point, you know that there's gonna you're gonna have to you're gonna have to eat that cap hit, so you do get rid of somebody who's high priced, but you have somebody ready to replace them at a cheaper price who can give you the same production. And it's the same argument you're making about quarterbacks. You just have to do it at the other positions. And some teams can do it and some teams can't. And, um, you know, I, I think the problem is that Cowboy fan has to, now they're trying to justify the fact that they're stuck with this guy, that, oh, he's great. Uh, that's, listen, that's human nature. Yeah. I, I can't fault you I don't for blame that. you. But if you take a step back from it, it's it's not unreasonable to think that your team is going to to live in mediocrity for the next five years. And yeah, I, I would have said all along that the Cowboys can turn things around faster than the Texans can. I don't, I don't know now. I mean, especially if the Texans make a nice deal, which again, what makes you think they're going to do that? But I, I don't know. It's going to be hard now. I mean, not maybe next year. If the cap hits not that huge, what is it? Twenty? Would you say it was? It'll be uh, twenty-five and a half. So yeah, that's per six. field Yates. So the deal has a sixty-six million dollars signing bonus and a nine million dollars base salary. Yeah, I just I need to know the cap hit for next year. Cap hit in twenty twenty-one is twenty-five point five. Okay, so that's less than last year. So you could conceivably make a run next year if you could put the right, right. guys in, and then the big money hits, and then the big money hits, and I think. I think you have one more year of Patrick Mahomes where you can do that. And, again, the big money hits. But um, you're also – it's easy to – I mean, it's easy to have a light cap hit next year, the year he's coming off a major injury. I mean, is he going to be the same? So – 713-780-ESPN Seven one three seven eight zero ESPN is your number. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. If you want to get in, uh, a lot of people asking about your thoughts on the fight Saturday night. Haven't really gotten to that yet. Yeah, we haven't. Um, you know, the Blahovich Adesanya fight surprised me. It surprised me that it lasted as long as it did. But Jan Blahovich just fought a really, really smart fight. Uh, he did not get it into a. Uh, I thought that he would panic and, and try and just get into a big firefight. I also was surprised at how much Adesanya reacted when he got touched. I mean, it was Jan, Jan hits hard, and and really what this tells you is, and Lance and I were kind of kicking it around on Twitter. Adesanya is a more talented, skilled fighter. That tells you how valuable being thirty, thirty-five pounds heavier than a guy you're fighting is. I mean, there's. You can make up for a lot with talent and, you know, ability. But sometimes in a fight, in a physical fight, that's why there's weight classes. In a physical fight, sometimes it's just, size is a lot. And 30, 35 pounds in a fight is massive. That's a massive difference. And that was probably the difference on fight night. Uh, Amanda Nunes is a machine. She's the best lady fighter ever. Um it, 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 they they they're having a hard time even putting girls in there that can make you believe 
Like, I, I feel bad for Joe Rogan, who has to, before every pay-per-view, say, Megan Anderson is the toughest test to date for a man. And no, she's not. No, she's just, like, she's just the best girl they can run out there to get smashed. And she got smashed. And then, um, God, the, the, the biggest moment on the fight on, on the on the fight card was Piotr Jan, who was just destroying, destroying Aljamain Sterling. And in the fourth round, inexplicably throws an illegal knee that is fight ending. And he loses his title on an illegal knee uh, in a fight that he was in full control of. Uh, and also, I lost a bet of Peter Jan minus 120 um, mm. on that, which I was very upset about. I said, get up. You're not that hurt. But I, I mean, it was a pretty nasty knee. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was a really good card. The, the top to bottom, I thought that it was an entertaining, uh, entertaining night of fights. So I I told people it'd be worth it. I think it was. All right. 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. So we had here saying, why don't you go back in time and see what you're saying about Matt Schaub versus Romo. I don't really remember a lot of Matt Schaub versus Romo comments on this show ever. So, and no, I got no interest in going back in time. Look, guys, I get it. If you're a Cowboy fan and you're happy with this, good for you. What do you care what I think? But I think that it was a huge mistake. All right, quick break. It's a blitz. ESPN 97.5-92.5. You're listening to ESPN 97.5. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. I don't know how the hell we got on. Uh, oh. That was kind of out of nowhere. Power. Hmm. Somehow we got on time travel. Why wouldn't you want to go back in time? I don't want to go back in time because if I go back in time, and change anything, then my reality could completely collapse, right? Because it's not what happened. There's no memory of it, and you, you wind up on a different timeline. The whole space-time continuum falls apart. Going ahead in the future and getting information that I can bring back to now keeps me on my own timeline. I'd be happy to do that. True. Just want to know who wins the Derby. Um, I want to know who wins the SEC championship. Uh, okay, I'd bring that back for you. And uh, Well, that's in the future, but... Um, 5.30 on Wednesday, our fine program will go off the air and Texas A&M basketball SEC championship. I don't want to say for sure the last game of the season, but it very well could be the last game of the season for the Aggies. Uh, you'll hear that here on 97.5 and 92.5. So 5.30 on Wednesday, a short blitz. And then when the game's over, uh, you'll pick up late hits afterwards. Cool. So I get programming off early on note. You get off early on Wednesday. That's all I need to know. Done. <laughs> oh man, seven one three seven eight zero ESPN is your number seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Not a Cowboys fan, but you obviously are. Whenever somebody starts off with that, but is the argument in favor of Dak that once he's back healthy, he has the best chance of winning that division and having an outside chance of doing anything in the playoffs? That's your hope, right? That's if you think he's the right guy. And look, that division sucks, so he doesn't have to be great for them to win that division. But 
do I think he's the right guy to take them beyond that? Mm-hmm. I, not unless he's got a, a ton of talent around him. And I think maybe you got one year here to try to fix that and get that talent around him. So 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. So is that the, the Aggies play? Who the Aggies play? Vanderbilt, the Doors. So you give them no shot? No, I give them a good shot in that one. Okay, so what happens if they do win? They would play Florida on Thursday, I think, at 1 o'clock. Okay. So, so shouldn't have much of an impact. Wouldn't have Im- much impact on us. Yeah. Still, Curtin says Creighton's going to go off on this contract tonight. I'm curious. Yeah, I'm, I'm really curious what he thinks. Unfortunately, I'll be home by then because he's not coming on until late because we have the Buzz Williams show first. But, uh, yeah, I and, and somebody bringing up the – well – it, it just, to me, I'm not sold on the guy. It's that simple. So, and Villa said, I don't hate the signing. I hate the amount. Well, that's the thing. If if you're paying him Russell Wilson money, he's probably overpaid, but you can stomach that a little more. You can say, well, I mean, it was his turn. But when you're slotting him in there with Mahomes and Watson – now you could argue Watson's overpaid too. I mean, it was a Bill O'Brien contract. I I would argue that certainly. So, especially given the rest of the roster's makeup. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, but that's a problem that they created, just like they created his contract. And listen, I'm all for trading Deshaun Watson right now. I I I, I would start from scratch. I'd punch the reset button. Of course, I would start from scratch in the front office and with the new coaching staff as well. Been, hey, thanks, David Culley. Appreciate the, the month you spent here, but get the hell out. So let me ask you this, and this this is where decision-making would be like next-level intense and you have a chance of looking really stupid, but had, had the Texans been able to trade Deshaun Watson before he signed his deal, what kind of a haul do you think they could have gotten? Um, like knowing, it, I, it, I still think I still, knowing Deshaun no, would sign honestly, with the team. I think because he's got the deal he has, I think it's gonna they're gonna be able to get a haul that's even better. Because if you traded him beforehand, I mean, maybe he signs with you, maybe he doesn't. Yeah, and he's locked in for three years and a couple franchises now. So you know, I, I and the reality is none of these guys ever get traded at this stage of their career. So I, I think the haul is going to be terrific. I just don't know. I don't trust the Texans to make the right deal. So, uh, which is reasonable. <laughs> and still, Curtis, have you gotten to the Watson for Murray stuff from McLean? That seems impossible. You know, listen, nothing is nothing with the Texans is you look at and say, "Oh no, that's impossible." I think that's pretty impossible, and it's pretty stupid, and it's just it's just a fan thing to oh, let's put all these guys together in Arizona. That's. That's what that's about. Oh, this would be great to see all these guys together in Arizona. That's a fan thing, man. But, uh, no, no, I, I don't want to say no chance because I think Nick Casario is just as stupid as Easterby and Cal. But Philip S. says, Deshaun reached clown status yet? No, I mean, he's not a clown. Look, I don't blame the guy for wanting out. I, I've said that all along. I'm, I've always been a big Deshaun fan. That doesn't mean I think he's handling this like a pro. Yeah. I think he's handling this. Very immaturely, and frankly, it's embarrassing. And you know, 
hey, I, I agree with him. The Texans are a bunch of buffoons, but there's a way to do things, especially if you're supposed to be a leader and you're supposed to be a professional. And I don't like the way he's done this. And I don't like the way his agents handled it. Now, his agent's doing the best thing for his client to get him out of there. So that's his job. But I think in the end, especially if he doesn't get traded and he winds up sitting out, the PR hit this guy's going to take is going to be brutal. That's why he's trying to get this deal done before the draft. And, you know, but at this point, I'm good with it. I, I think you're better off. Take a chance with somebody else on a rookie contract. So, do you think that's what Dallas should have done? Uh, no. Knowing this was the alternative, no. I would have. I would have tagged him this year, coming off the injury, because how much more would you have to pay if he had a great year next year than what you're paying now? I mean, you you were bidding against yourself, right? Yeah. So if you're paying him forty million plus a year, guess what you would have paid him next year if he had a big year for you? Forty million plus a year. Yeah. So I would have made I would have gone one more year on the franchise tag if he got hurt again or if he played poorly, then I could move on from him. But you know that's and that's because I'm not 100 percent sold either. I mean I, I you know you look back on Andy Dalton's glory years where he got paid, and you were saying wow is that is that really the right move? Eh, not really. I, I don't know if I mean I think Dak's better than prime Andy Dalton, although he's kind of the same guy. I I think he's better. Yeah. But But he's not, you know, twice as good. No, no. But, uh, and... And let's let's also remember, and this is what, you know, the people who are comparing what Deshaun's done to what Dak's done, Deshaun's had a lot less to work with than Dak early in their careers. That's like you could say, well, Deshaun was better in, in college because he had all these, you know, he had all these five stars, had, had better talent around him in college, and it's true. Uh, you know, if Dak had Clemson's, the rest of Clemson's roster at Mississippi State, they could have won a national championship easily, but they didn't. Dak has much better talent around him in Dallas the last four years than Deshaun has had here in Houston. Matt says, Fred says, you know, trust the Texans to make the right deal, but you're more accepting of them making a trade and drafting. Because I've seen what this front office does with Deshaun as their quarterback. They're a four-win team. At least, maybe they get lucky. Maybe they get some players. And you know what? If, if, uh, if I get Zach Wilson as my quarterback going into next year, I'll know by the end of next year if that's my guy or not. And, I'm, and if he's not, then I really suck and we start over. But... You know, that I, I don't think at this point, no, I don't trust them to draft well. I damn sure don't trust them to build a roster around a quarterback who's making that much money. So rather hit the reset button and hope they're right. So 713 780 ESPN's your number. Dalton took the Bengals to the playoffs his first five years in Cincinnati. Yeah. But the question was, could he take them farther? He also, I think, he also won nothing. Yeah, he never won a playoff game. But I also think you can have the same questions about Dak. I think that's fair. Um, and the 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 one thing that, that was a problem for the Cowboys, and somebody brought it up on the Twitch, is that, not Twitch, but text. I'm sorry for confusing you guys. I know it's not fair to the Twitchers. The Dallas offensive line has fallen apart the last couple of years. That was the best line in football when Dak took over as a rookie 
when Zeke was going nuts. They had the best offensive line in football. And don't underestimate how important that is because it made both those guys' jobs easier. Well, they don't have that anymore, and they've got to rebuild it, and they've got to get it back to where it's decent. And, you know, maybe Tyron Smith is never healthy again. Might not be. Let's uh, squeeze one call in before we go to break. CJ. Hey, what's going on, guys? Sports, man. Yeah, I like to flip the script on uh, AJ right quick. I know he was saying about paying these quarterbacks. You don't pay them. Now, if you go look up the Buccaneers, go look at, I think, majority of their good players, their contracts are up, and they can only franchise tag one. Now, if they don't bring back all those guys, Tom Brady not airing it out with Aaron Rodgers and whoever else. He's not He's not that Tom no, Brady no more. He's not. So if you go ahead, if you take away those guys off their team, do you think they can run it back if no. they're not able to pay everybody? No. But listen, the Bucks don't care about that. The Bucks signed Tom Brady hoping to get a Super Bowl ring out of it. They got one. Anything else? If they make the playoffs next year, it's gravy. They've gotten they've gotten whatever they paid Tom Brady. They've already it's already a win. He could go he could go four and twelve next year, and it wouldn't matter. It would be a successful stint for the Bucks because they won a Super Bowl. That's the only reason they brought him in, and they they built their roster for an all in season, kind of like the Rams did. Yeah, uh, when when they when they played in the Super Bowl and they ended up losing. But, but they, they got there. They had a bunch of guys on short-term deals. They knew they weren't going to be able to keep forever and it, it got as far as they could with it and it didn't quite get to the end, but but still made a good run. But here's the... Here's, and knowing that they were going to have to let some of those guys walk. Well, they're going to let some of these guys walk, but a bunch of guys are going to want to play with Tom Brady next year that will come on cheaper. And I think so for every every big name that you lose in free agency, I think you'll pick somebody up that's going to be a fifth of the price. Because they want to go and win a Super Bowl with Tom Brady. We've already seen a bunch of guys saying, I want to go play with Tom Brady. All right. I got to tell you guys about my good friends over at Texas Star Grill Shop. And how about this? How about four locations now for Texas Star Grill Shop? So wherever you are in the city, there's one near you. And they've got all the great brands. Uh, You can do an outdoor kitchen, pizza oven. Uh, but grills is where it's at. So here's the deal. A lot of people are saying, I don't know what kind of grill I need. And I didn't. I'm, I was one of those people. Don't feel bad. Uh, so I went in. They handed me a beer when I got there, which you want to make friends with someone. That's a good way to start. And basically, they talked to me. The pitmasters there talked to me about how often I was cooking, how easy I wanted it to be, what I was cooking, uh, what, how, what I wanted to cook with, whether it was gas or, or uh, charcoal or wood. And we ended up coming to, coming to the right the right pit for me, and they'll do that with you too. They'll they'll walk you through the entire process, get something in your price range that's what you what you're going to want to use. They've got all the great brands: Saber, Big Green Egg, Pits and Spits, Traeger, you name it. They got it. Uh, check them out online at TexasStarGrillShop.com. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. 
You're listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. And, man, I'm just looking at overthecap.com. Uh, They've got the details on it. Uh, yeah, I don't know how accurate they are. But it sure looks like in Dak's case, it's almost impossible to cut him in this deal. Well, we and we were talking during the break, if you weren't listening on Twitch, we were talking during the break about what makes this even worse is that they've already paid Zeke. They gave Zeke a, a lot of money, and that looks like a bad deal now. And it's always questionable to pay running backs, you know, on, on contract too, but they decided he was the guy they needed and, and they did it. But now it's, it's just, really 2024 is the first year where you could cut Zeke without it being extremely punitive. 2024, man. And, you know, and now and as much as we rip Bill O'Brien for giving Whitney merciless contracts like that, that's what the Cowboys are doing. I don't know. I, I get the Cowboy fans are excited. They've got the they've got a quarterback now for the next few years, but I just don't know if this, this is the right this is the right move. This is a, a to me this this screams that if Dak or Zeke Elliott aren't playing at an elite level or, or both, you don't have a chance to win because you've got so much money tied into those two guys. Yeah, that's a that's an awful lot for just those two guys, and and for a team that has had those two guys for four years and didn't really accomplish much with it. Well, here's your other big cat cap hits: Demarcus Lawrence, twenty five million. How how much longer is he on the books? Uh, at least twenty twenty three, and you can't really. Uh, 24 is about when you can cut him. Yeah. So he's he's part of the team for the next while too then. Yeah. So basically the same time frame. So, and again, I need to see once they get into Dak's uh, entire deal here, but it looks like it's not something that the Cowboys can get out of. But again, it's, it, it's they don't have all the info yet. Amari Cooper, 22 million this year. Okay. Uh, this is the la- it's a one-year deal, right? No, no. He's oh, got a $22 million dollar cap hit next year, too. Yep. So, Lawrence, Prescott, Cooper, uh, Zach Martin, $17 million this year. Uh, he would be making – he's going to be hard to cut next year, too. So, he's under contract. Tyron Smith is uh, under contract, really, for two more years before you can cut him. Zeke, Lael Collins, Jalen Smith. Those are your big dollar guys. Uh, uh, well, Jalen Smith's nine million, but boy, you're gonna have to get something out of these cats. And and Dustin says, name me the franchise QB that doesn't have to play at a high level to win. That's why they get paid the big bucks. What I'm saying is, some sometimes your team, you can play at a high level and you still don't win. That's what happens when you start paying these guys that big money, like. Let's say Deshaun Watson does – let's say he's even better than he was last year, this year for the Texans. Let's say he comes back, they get it figured out, and he's even better. Do you think the Texans are a, are a Super Bowl contender? They're not. And it has nothing to do with him playing great. What I'm saying is you've invested so much money in two guys that you've had together 
for, for four years and they didn't do anything. What, what's, what's the goal? Like, do you think, do you really think Zeke Elliott's going to get better the next few years? Do we really think Dak Prescott's got a, a big up arrow next to his name right now? Coming off a broken friggin' leg? Who, yeah, who that's, puts, that's a, the who other puts thing. an up arrow by that? Yeah, well, that's the thing. That's why I would have I would have franchised him and gone a year with this. I would have too. I would have said, yeah. figure it out. Yeah. And maybe it makes it harder to sign him long term, but I think I think you're you're in the best situation for it. But yeah, this is the year if you better go add people because now they have Dak's cap number in twenty two is zero. So I I I've got to figure out what they're doing there. He says his base salary is a dollar and his prorated bonus is thirteen point two. So his cap number is zero in year two, which seems odd, but okay. Uh but you've got Cooper twenty two million, Zach Martin, Tyron Smith, Zeke Elliott sixteen, Lil Collins, Jalen Smith. That's a buttload of money tied up. That's interesting. I gotta find out how yeah, see they've this is very weird how they have uh they have him with one dollar base salaries. So I don't think they've actually gotten the whole thing in there because you couldn't cut him, but it, it has a zero cap number, which I'm not sure how you can pull that off legally. So I'm guessing that they're just not updated yet. Do you see what the Titans have done? No. You know, they're having trouble with uh, Isaiah Wilson, their, their first round pick from last year. Yeah. They traded him. Okay. To the Dolphins. Okay. You want to know what they got in return for last year's first round pick? I'm guessing like a six. How about... A 2021 seventh round pick and a 2022. No, they traded Isaiah Wilson and a 2022 seventh round pick for this year's 2021 seventh round pick. So they gave up him and a seventh to get a seventh. Basically, they're just getting rid of him. Yes. Yeah. Because now, I, I mean, it, it's you save $2 million in a cap hit by trading him. Uh, there's no there's no dead cap hit. You get some money back, and you know the seventh round picks probably aren't making your roster anyway. So basically, you just you got out of the way of this thing. You said this isn't working. I got to get out of here. Yeah, which might be wise, but oh my god, a first first round pick. It was last year, right? It was first round pick yes. last year. Yeah, that that didn't work out. So, and that happens, man. I mean, how many and. This is why whenever you know, the Texans did trade their first-round picks, I'm like, dude, it's not that big a deal because you're going to hit on about 50% of them. Now you didn't expect it to be the third pick in the draft where, where hopefully yeah. your, your hit rate is a little bit higher. Um, but just goes to show, you know, and, and I think let's not dismiss the whole not having a uh, – I think you're going to see a lot more of those kind of mistakes this year without a combine, without a full season of football, with all these opt-outs. I bet your hit rate's a lot lower in the first round this year. Maybe so. so. And I, Isaiah Wilson was a bit, like, on top of being, like, what appears to be a guy who can't handle having a real job and being a millionaire. He was, like, kind of a bad egg already. But he's also a big fatso and, like, didn't show up in game shape either. That's a double. Like, at least, if you're going to be a bad egg... At least be a baller, right? Yeah, at least show up in shape. All right, that's going to wrap it up. We'll do it again tomorrow. Really good job, Aaron. Really good job, AJ. I want to thank Dak Prescott for giving us content for the last hour of the show. Hope everybody has an awesome Monday night. 
Until tomorrow, stay sportsy, bitches. Ninety-seven, Ninety-seven five. five.